back to On the Block with Stricken Nate on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back on the block, East Strick and Jake Bakovin. We are here today, and we're going to talk about NFL coach, head coach, and has the Giants right now rolling at six and one. Bach, Brian Dable, I, I just I, I I had a hard time looking at the season. First of all, the NF the NFC East was one one conference that I it was the least expected for me to have the success that they're having right now. We we kind of mentioned what was going on in the AFC South and I actually thought the AFC South was going to be a lot better than they were obviously yeah. right now the crazy thing about that is the Falcons at the 3 and 4 find themselves in first place in the division, which is blowing my mind right <laughs> Three now. Three and four. <laughs> it's just blowing my mind right now. Um, that's what I thought was probably we're going to see over in the NFC East. But listen, Brian Dable has them going right now for the Giants. They're 6-1. and one, And they've got a healthy Saquon Barkley. And Brian Dable is an offensive you know he has a great offensive prowess. He's a, he's been with uh, Belichick for eleven seasons. He was with uh, as coordinator two thousand eighteen to twenty one with the Bills, and obviously you know the success that they had with Josh Allen and that crew. Um, but one of the things that I found interesting about uh, Brian Dable was he's been able to build. And, and look, this is not something that's new to him. He's been able to build relationships. And this is why I, I wanted to talk about this, Bach, because I look at this in in a similar way that I'm looking at Mickey Joseph. I'm looking at just his ability to touch people, relate to people, staff, players. And look, it, it's not always hunky-dory. He doesn't have the greatest um, you know, speech impediment. I mean, speech where, you know, he sounds all, you know, glitz and oh, yeah. glory type speech, you know, it just, he lights up the room with that, but he lights up the room with just his presence. And, and that's how he is in his recruiting. And so I look at Dable and I look at him in the same way, because you've got to ask the question, is this nothing on paper? When you look at these giants team, there's nothing on paper that would tell you that they should be six and one. The only loss coming to the Cowboys, the game that I actually went to. Um, Saquon Barkley is healthy. He's got a 726 rush yards, five-yard average. That's phenomenal. Daniel Jones is the second-leading rusher, which is pretty solid, you know, because that's something that's unexpected. He has 20 sack, sacks. He's been sacked 20 times, but, you know, he's, he's, he, he's, he's got to be able to get out. Yeah, yeah, he's got to be able to get in and out of there. Uh, but here's the thing that I find interesting. Six and one. But there's not one receiver on that team that has over 200 yards. Wow. Is that not freaking crazy? <laughs> in the NFL, there's just no way. It is a passing league. And this is why I say this is, this is how important it is because here's what they say. Former players, like, for example, uh, Paul DeMarco and Emmanuel Sanders said one of the things that they loved about him, and this is, this is why I think it's important that it's not necessarily just all coaching. It's, it's something else that comes with that, that that I think these players have identified. And Patrick DeMarco and Emmanuel Sanders said he usually would call, call them 
from the golf course or from a swimming pool with a cigar pinned to his, uh, the corner of his mouth. And the conversations would range from game plan ideas to catch-ups or just to say hi to my kids. That, see, that's different. And then when you look at it also, they say he's a player's coach from a standpoint of he listens to his players, to his receivers, to his tight ends. He listens to them and asks them, what do you, hey, what do you think about this? What are you seeing here? Where do you think are, you, know, you would like to line up in this situation? Here's what they're doing. How do you, he's asking them and getting feedback. So he's integrating them into the whole process, which gives them buy-in. And it's not just showing up, putting a whole bunch of stuff on there and saying, do this and do it this way. And if you don't, then, you know, we're going to get you out of here. I think that's different. And I think that's why I think coaches are important beyond just the X and O's of the game. There's so much more to it. And the same thing you're seeing down there in Jackson State. Like these, these young kids, these young men, they, they, they look with ire, not just because he's Deion Sanders, but because you know he cares. And I think this is what they're finding in Dable. Yeah, and it's it's too. I think you give a big credit to that coaching staff because, as we know, yeah, there there's not maybe they're not the most talented yeah. roster, um, but the NFL. I mean, there's all talented guys everywhere. But as we're talking about the top end of the league, they've won every game by single digits. Yeah, I mean, they're six and one, and and usually you can point to a lot of coaching for that. Um, so I mean, it, it's kind of crazy. And the that game, that the doing. Cowboys came down to a single. Uh, yeah, even single, their losses a single yeah. digit. So um, you know they're just kind of getting the better of the single digit games. They're not getting blown out they're keeping themselves in the game Daniel Jones as you mentioned second leading rusher uh and in their second leading receiver is their running back Saquon, <laughs> so, Saquon Barkley so uh they're kind of leaning heavily on those guys but those are were kind of MVP candidate made, Saquon yeah, Saquon is now throw it out there at this point in the season and it, it, it's crazy because coming into the season both Daniel Jones and Saquon were kind of like this eh, category. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. this might be Do toward you the end him? of their career uh, Do, career in, in New York. Would you even go on. with them on a like? I don't even think you would put them on your uh, fantasy team. It's, it no. was so risky to go with Saquon Barkley. It was yeah. kind of like Christian McCaffrey, right? Similar. Yeah. You're like, do you touch him? Do you not? Is he going to be there? Is this a wasted pick? Go ahead. Yeah. So I mean, it's just it's incredible to see what they've done. Uh, and and I got to give Brian Dabble all the all the uh, all the credit there. Um, and uh, also from the other side, though, I know there was a bit of a concern with the Bills of losing Dabble because it was like, well, maybe he's actually what's turning Josh Allen on. Well, Josh Allen's doing fine. They're five and one too. So, uh, kind of interesting uh, what they had going on in Buffalo there the, the last couple of seasons. Dabble, of course, also spent one year as an offensive coordinator um, for Alabama yeah, before doing that. Saban. So, I mean, he's well, he was with Saban also at Michigan State. Oh, was he? Yeah. See, he's got early. a long, long history here of a very impressive coaching history. Uh, and his first shot as a, as a head coach, and, and it's going uh, greatly for him. Um, it's it, in the NFL altogether. I mean, every year you never kind of know what's going to be thrown at you, but it seems somewhat seems to be a changing of the guard type of year. And of course, we saw that even last night with Tom Brady now at three and five, and officially filing for divorce yeah. this year. I don't know. Are, are you uncomfortable? Do you feel like because there was this time for Tom Brady too, where it was like. He's he's gone and, and he's retired and then and, and it all felt like it was for his family and then he came back and it's a bad Bucks team and they're three and five now he's getting a divorce I feel bad looking from the outside it's not that he's fallen off the cliff like Peyton Manning did right mm -hmm. a lot of quarterbacks do toward the end of the year he's not maybe doing as well but statistically he's still doing fine but I've, he's getting I, a lot I, of I drops bad from receivers watching. too yeah Mike Evans Golly. wide open last last week.
Yeah, you gotta feel That's bad true. for him. I, I I actually would probably say I feel wor- I feel more bad for Tom Brady than I do Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and you Aaron, know? because I I yeah. I like the fact that Tom Brady has a willingness to sacrifice for the betterment of the team, whereas I think Aaron Rodgers is is really you know um, a narcissist kind of in, yeah. in a similar way. And and here's how you know Aaron Rodgers is winding down. Why you know he's on his way out? Because he don't give a. <laughs> he really don't. Yeah, he doesn't care. Talking like, down on yeah, he, yeah, yeah. When you're doing stuff like that, or you know, you're going to the peyote plant and and, yeah. and doing crazy stuff like that, and you, you, it's just some of the stuff he's doing and the antics. It just kind of shows you that yeah, I don't give a dang. I'm I'm about to walk out the door. You know what I mean? And and I think the he could have sacrificed some things in the end if he really wanted that championship, but I don't think he just. He, you know, he has the heart to do it. I think it's going to affect his legacy. Do you think, Sutter Heyman text line 402-464-5685, do you think what's going on with Aaron Rodgers right now affects his legacy? I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. Don't 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 get me twisted yeah. by not back saying Back-to-back that. MVP but, right now, I think. But does it, does it affect his legacy as far as how you look at him and some of the greats? I don't know if it will, like, specifically now as I look. It just adds to – part actually adds to what his legacy is, which is a kind of a difficult quarterback to work with. There was rumors year after year. It seems like the last five years that it might be his last season with green Bay. Um, and he's, you know, he's not, you know, Brady at one time took less money and maybe the Giselle money kind of helped at that point, but took less money, team friendly deals to help them get other, other teams, uh, teammates involved you know, Rogers hasn't typically done that. So it's just it's it's to me, it it doesn't hurt his legacy. It adds to part of the legacy that was already there. I mean, this is this is this is who Aaron Rodgers has been. Yeah. Uh Thomas and Lincoln says no, uh, because he has a GM that doesn't want to help him. Wow. That that's that that makes it tough. If you don't have some some help in the front office area, that that makes it difficult. But here's the thing, how can you? And that goes back to what we talk about a lot with with the importance of taking advantage of quarterbacks that are on their rookie deals or just coming out of their rookie deals and first getting it. You have to be able to maximize that. And that goes back to what I was saying. Right now, Kansas City is making a push. I mean, listen, they've been throwing darts against the wall trying to figure out how they can replace the cheetah, mm-hmm. and, you know, Tyreek Hill. Hill. And, and right now they just made a trade giving up a third rounder, a conditional third rounder, and, a, and, a, and a, I think a six rounder for this, this upcoming year for Kadarius Toney, which is a Giants, you know, he was a second, you know, what he was, a, I think he was a, Number 20th pick in the first round two years ago. So he's still on his rookie deal. He's only going to make, I think, $790,000 this year. Uh, Let me get – I think I have have it. Um, Kadaris Toney – I know I picked it up. Oh, yeah, here we go. Kadaris Toney, and this is why I think – I love what the front office of KC is doing right now. They're they're, they're just trying to – Figure out ways because they thought Mikael Hardman was going to be able to do it. Now he's not. He hasn't been that. Kelsey ends up taking a, a, a reconstructed deal, taking a little bit more in bonus money to be able to land guys. So you get Kadaris Tony um, in 2022. He's making 784 thousand. Next year he'll make 1.9 million, and then the year after that. At the end of his deal, he'll make 2.5. He's he's rarely been healthy, so they're just hoping 
And a lot of people were speculating him coming out of college that he was like Tariq Hill. Yeah. So maybe KC has found something there. I mean, we still don't know what's going on with OBJ right now. So I thought they might have made a run at OBJ, but it looks like Kadarius Tony is their guy. Well, yeah, and, and two, I, I think if he went to any other team, I wouldn't really think too much about it. It's just like, yeah, they're going to give this guy a shot here um, because he hasn't scored a touchdown in the NFL, right? right? And he has, uh, like you said, kind of had injury problems, but the comparisons to Tyreek Hill, the the opportunity to think that maybe the the Chiefs can, uh, you know, the Chiefs optimize him, basically, get the most out of him as opposed to him just going to another team. Uh, Very interesting to see if if that plays out, I don't and I don't think that they necessarily you know the, where they're at the position that they're at um, gave up too much to do so yeah. as they're as they're going to be pressing yeah. to try to compete for a championship this year. Yeah, you, you have got to new, take that risk. You got a new staff. You got a new new staff out there as well. Um, you know, obviously they fired their old GM. So sometimes the new guys don't have the same type of patience that you would have for uh, maybe a guy that you brought in. To yeah, this whole, yeah. to the to the whole squad, but yeah, that's how it is. Unfortunately, we gotta take a break, man. Goo, time has flew by real quick, man. It's <laughs> it's crazy. It's Friday, TGIF. That's right, man. This is this whole block experience went by real quick. That's what happens when you're working with good company, my man Bob. That's right. But 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. We will be back for our last quick segment to get up out of here for the weekend. Come back. We'll be right back at that. 